Lekutah Sicha is Chelek Tezvav, Parsha Vayera, the first Sicha, a summary of the Sicha. On the Pasuk in the Parsha that says, they said, the Malachim came to, to Avram, and they said to him, where is Sarah your wife? So Rashi quotes the words in the Pasuk, they said to him, and he explains that there are dots on the word Aleph Yud Vav, the letters Aleph Yud Vav and the word Elav, and it, uh, it teaches us that the Shimon Menelaza said that wherever the the undotted letters are more than the dotted letters, then you focus on the undotted letters. Wherever the dotted letters are more, as in this case, there's three letters with dots and only one letter without a dot, you focus on the dotted letters. So what does it mean to tell us here that the, the three dotted letters make up the word ayoy, alaf yudvav, where is he? To tell us that they also asked Sarah, where is he? Where is Avram? Because the etiquette is, there's a rule that a person should ask, a ho- when they are hosted by someone, they should ask the husband about the wife, they should ask the wife about the husband. So this is the first half of the Rashi. We'll ask the questions on this half. First of all, why does Rashi mention the name of Shimon Elozer? He only does that when it adds something to the, uh, to the explanation. Also, why, why does Rashi say the word Vayoimru? He's only explaining the word a love. Why does he quote from the Pasuk also the word Vayoimru? They said. Also, a general question about this rule that where, there's, where there are more letters without dots or with dots needs explanation. Why put dots on more letters to bring focus to those letters when you can just bring, put the dot on the lesser letters so that you know that you have to read, you have to focus on the ones without the dots. So in our case, let's say, instead of putting dots on the word Aleph Yud Vav, he should have put a dot on the, word, on the letter Lamed and you would know that you should focus on the Aleph Yud Vav. Then comes the second half of the Rashi. He says, in Baba Metziah they said that the Malachim knew where Sarah was, but uh, they asked the question in order to make it obvious that she was modest because the answer was going to be she's in the tent. So that's to endear her to her husband, to Avraham Avinu. Then he continues, Rabbi Yaisi Baruch said, in order to send her a kaisal bracha. That's why they asked where she is. So on this part of the Rashi, there's also many questions. First of all, this second half of the Rashi is no longer explaining the, a, the A-Lov, the word A-Lov. It's explaining the reasons why they asked where she is. So why does Rashi put it into the same Rashi? should have made a second Rashi in which he quotes the words where is Sarah to tell us why they ask where Sarah is. Especially in light of the fact that the, they seem to contradict each other. If the point was to bring out that Sarah was modest, the first half of the Rashi is saying that they asked Sarah where is Avram. That seems to go against the concept that Sarah is modest. What are the men doing speaking to a woman? Also here, why does Rashi tell us who said it? Amar Yosef Another question is, why did the Malachim send wine to Sarah? Why didn't, they ju- why didn't Avram send her wine? Also, it turns out that Rashi gives three different reasons why they asked, where is Sarah? One is, uh, that's the courtesy that you ask. Second is that to let Avram know that she is modest. And the third answer is to send her wine. So the question is, why does, why does Rashi need three reasons to explain why they said it? Why is one not enough? And another question. Rashi, already we know that one of the, the missions of the Malachim was to give Sarah the news that she's going to have a child. So why doesn't Rashi simply explain 
that the reason why they, or he doesn't even have to explain it, it's become self-understood. The reason they ask where she is is in order to give her the message that she's going to have a child. So why does Rashi look for the different reasons? And in fact, gives all three different reasons. He doesn't even say that reason. And also, why does Rashi say all these three reasons as one continuous narrative, not as he normally would say, one shot, and then there's another explanation, Dabarachar, or some other word that would separate them into three different reasons. Here he seems to be saying them as one continuous explanation. So the answer is, the explanation is, Rashi quotes the words, Vayemru Elam, and they said to him, in order to explain to us that it can't be that the reason that they were asking where she is was in order to give them the me- her the message that she's going to have a child. Because it says in the Pasuk, they said to him, where is Sarah? Why did all of them ask where is Sarah when it's only one Malach that has the mission to go and tell Sarah the news? As Rashi already told us, that the Malachim, each one had their own mission. And that's why it says, when, when the message was delivered, he said... One Malach said that your, your wife will have a son because it was only one of their mission. And we know that a Malach doesn't do two jobs and so on. So therefore, why does the Torah say, they said, where is Sarah? Why were they all asking? Which explains why Rashi quotes the word Vayoyimru. They said a love, even though he's only explaining the word a love. So therefore, Rashi says, the reason is because there was other reasons why they asked, where is Sarah? One of them is... Where you know that's the courtesy, and since all of them asked the question of where she is, so it must it, so therefore we have other reasons because it's the courtesy to do so and so on. So now, since it's the courtesy, the reason that they asked where is Sarah was because you're supposed to ask uh, the, the the man where how is his wife. So therefore, what about the other way? Don't you have to ask the wife about her husband too? So the answer is yes. They did ask Sarah also. That's how we know from the words, from the dotted letters, that they also asked Sarah, where is Avram? And since this is such an obvious question that needs to be explained in the Pshut Mikra, that's why Rashi says in this case, the dotted letters need to be explained even according to Pshut Mikra, even though generally in other places where there are dotted letters, Rashi doesn't uh, focus on it, he doesn't talk about it. Because it's not Shudrash Mikra, he doesn't bother explaining it. But over here, since it's so integral to the understanding of this rule, that if they're going to ask Vayoimru, why did they all ask? Because it's a courtesy. So then why didn't they ask Avram, Sarah about Avram? So he says, yeah, the letters, the dotted letters, tell us that they asked Sarah about Avram as well. However, there is still a question. Since the courtesy of asking, how is your wife, what do you need to know where she is for? You only have to ask how she is, not where she is. So therefore, why did they ask where she is? So Rashi says there are other two reasons why they asked. They said it that way. The reason they asked where she is, they asked it in that way, was to bring out that she was modest in order to endear her to Avram. And this explains also about the dotted letters. When letters are dotted, what is meant, it brings attention to those letters in a way that it softens the meaning of those letters. It doesn't completely uh, wipe out those letters because then why are they written to the fir- in the first place? So what it means is these letters are meant to be read in a softer way. As we see in other places that the word, let's say, in, by Esav, it says, Vayishakeyu. And he kissed Yaakov when they met up afterwards. Yaakov was coming back from Lovam. 
So Rashi says that he didn't kiss him with his whole with with true sincerity. In other words, the word he kissed him is correct, but the dotted the dots show us that he didn't truly kiss him. He didn't sincerely kiss him, softening the word the meaning of the word by Yishakeyu that he kissed him. In this case, what it means to tell us is that how is it that that the, if you're telling us that the whole that they were saying that she was modest. So why are they engaging her in conversation? Therefore, the words ayoy are meant to be taken in a softer way. When they asked her, where is he? It was done in a way that is appropriate to ask a woman, where is your husband? What exact way? It doesn't explain. But it's just telling us that they asked her not in the same way that they asked him, where is, her? Where is she? They asked it in a way that it would be understood in a context of sneers. Why does Rashi need a third explanation to send her the wine? Because the explanation that they were telling Avram that she is modest, do they really have to tell Avram that she is modest? Does he not know that? So therefore it comes out that they were only pointing it out, in other words, trying to bring it out. So it doesn't really truly answer why they're asking that question. And so Rashi goes on that there's another reason. They wanted to send her wine. In fact, that answers another question. Why were they asking where is she to know that she's in the tent? Why is it important to know that she's in the tent? To bring out that she's modest, it's just important to know that she's not on outside, she's not in the public. Where exactly she is is not important, but to answer the, sec- the third answer, that it's in order to send her wine, it was important to know that she's in the tent because they have to know where to send it to. But as we asked before, why is it that Avram, they didn't, Avram didn't send her his wine? Why were they sending her wine? And that seems to be immodest as well. The answer is that Avram Abinu was not eating with them. It says in the Pasuk, He was standing over them, serving, servicing them, waitering to them and catering to them and so on. And he wasn't eating. It says, They ate. Therefore, Avram Avinu didn't eat, and therefore he had no cup of wine. And in order to send her a kaisal bracha, there was no other choice but that they should be the ones to send the cup. And they did it in a way that was modest because they didn't hand it to her. It says shigru, they sent it to her. So they did it in a way that was tznisig, and there was no other choice to get her the bracha that they wanted to send. And the reason that Rashi doesn't say that it's three separate explanations could be explained in this way. There were three malachim there. Each one had his own agenda for asking the question, where is Sarah? One of them, the reason was because he wanted to send the cup. One of them was because he wanted to bring out that she's Tznua. And one of them was to ask out of courtesy, as the rule is that you're meant to ask. The reason why Rashi tells us that it was Rabbi Yisib Abchanina who said this is because Rabbi, the, uh, the question could still be asked how is it that, the, that Sarah accepted wine from strange men? The answer to this is, Rabbi Yosef Rabbi Hanina tells us in Masech the Brachas that the woman recognizes more, has better insight into the personality and the type of people that her guests are, more than the man. So, so Sarah understood that these were no ordinary people. These were not just a bunch of Arabs coming with, who worshipped their feet, which is how Avram took it and that he asked them to wash their feet for this reason. She understood that these were very special people, and that therefore it's okay to accept wine from them. And the reason why Rashi tells us that it was Rav Shimon that said the rule of 
asking, uh, you know, where the sorry, where the letters are more than the uh, than the undotted letters, the, the dotted letters. Why is it important that he was the one that said it? Because a, a student can ask the question. When you have three letters, Aleph Yud Vav, which the main meaning of the word a love, they asked him, they asked Avram. That stays because according to Pshutus, will make the regular reading of the word stays. But there are three letters which are taking it out of its normal context. So we have one letter, the Lamed, which keeps it in its regular context. They asked Avram. The secondary meaning is they asked her, where is he? So how is it that one letter should be dominant when there are three letters which are, you know, the majority of the letters are taking it out of its regular context? How do you get one letter, three letters, to be subservient to one letter? So the answer is, Rabbi Shimon Aloza says in the Sechta Beitzah, that it's permitted on Yom Tif for a woman that needs one loaf of bread for Yom Tif. She's allowed to bake an oven full of bread because when you bake, when you fill up the bread with the oven with bread, it bakes the one bread better. So therefore, it's okay to bake ten loaves of bread to fill up the space in the oven, so that the one loaf of bread that you want to use today in Yom Tif should taste better. In other words, we see that it. It's possible that one loaf of bread should dominate ten loaves of bread and that everything goes according to that one loaf of bread. So also the Lamed can dominate the other three letters and that the main context of the word should remain in its simple meaning. And the Rebbe takes a lesson from this in our own personal lives that a person can sometimes become despondent over the fact that we spend so little time on learning and davening and we spend most of our day eating, sleeping, working and doing all kinds of personal things. How, so how can the Torah become central to our lives when everything else is? So the answer to this is if one does his own personal matters in order to make his Torah and mitzvahs better, everything is done l'shem shemayim, everything is done b'chol even your personal things are there in order to service the Torah mitzvahs, then the little bit of time that you spend on Torah mitzvahs elevates and becomes dominant and also brings meaning to everything that you do in your life. As the Ramam says, that when a person serves Hashem in this way, then his sleeping becomes a service of Hashem.